Uh, hey guys, this is George Dolan. This is my wife, Sydney. This is uh, our new podcast. Uh, welcome to the Illuminate Young Adult podcast where we are trying to create content that you can have when you are uh, driving or just uh, need something to listen to while you're in the house. And so um, Sydney and I wanted to kind of start it off by giving you, uh, yeah, giving you our thoughts on young adults. Yeah. Yeah, I originally to be totally honest, didn't fully understand the idea of a podcast, but George explained his heart and his vision more of, you know, he's like, there's only so many ways that we're connecting with the young adults right now. I want to create more opportunities for them to hear our hearts and even invite them to share their thoughts. Um, We can only go so deep on a Monday night at young adults. So it's exciting to be able to give ourselves and other people opportunities to share more, dig deeper, and then allow other people to listen and share their ideas and thoughts on the podcast itself. So I'm excited. All right. So Sydney, mm-hmm. I have a question for you. Uh, we're in a, um, I believe in a very interesting position because I don't know many people who uh, have a ministry or leading a ministry for young adults. And if you don't know what a young adult is, it's usually someone from 18 to 30. And for us, um, when we came on staff at the church, uh, we started from the ground up a ministry to reach out to that age group. Mm -hmm. But the interesting part is that you and I are young adults. Yeah. So I always find it, uh, quite interesting for the fact that it's almost like having a, someone who's in youth be the youth director, Mm -hmm. you know, um, or a kid is your kid's director. So the fact that we are young adults and there's things that we also are learning and going through to you, what does it mean to be a young adult, but then also happen to minister to young adults? So I have a lot of thoughts on this question. Um, first of all, it's important to know that when I first came into this world and this position, so to speak, I was extremely uh, intimidated by, by the idea of like, I'm supposed to help lead these people, but half of them are older than me. Cause when we got married, I was 21. You were 25. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just turned 26. Just, yep. mm-hmm. And, um, I felt a little out of place. Like how am I supposed, supposed to be expected to help lead these people when most of them are older than me and so on and so forth. And part of that, and I guess I'm speaking to other people in our position, um, is I, first of all, what is it? First Timothy, second Timothy, there's a verse about don't look down upon anyone because yeah. they are, they are young. And that also counts for yourself. Don't look down upon yourself because you are young. Not only that, but there is no person in leadership who should ever operate outside of the Holy spirit and outside of his covering because we're under his covering first. And if there's something I would want to share pertaining to this topic and leading out of mm-hmm. whatever age we are, or whatever, yeah. it's that it is not out of our own power. Um, I learned on this women's retreat, fearless retreat that the illuminate church women went on uh, Mm -hmm. a few weeks ago. I had been carrying this burden that wasn't my own for Mm. months and probably even a couple years now. Um, that was not my own. I, I held on to the idea that, okay, if a young adult woman, because most of the women that come to me, um, 
if she needs prayer, if she has an issue, it's up to me to take care of her and to, you know, see her through this entire thing. And that is actually, that's a lie. And that's mm-hmm. actually a, something that the enemy uses to make us think that it is our responsibility. We're their savior, so to speak. And that is a lie. And that actually is hurtful to not only them, but to us. And something that I've been truly receiving is the idea and the truth that I have to operate out of the spirit. If I'm not filled with him, I have nothing to give. And that counts for every position, not just a young adult leadership position, a pastor's wife, whatever that goes for any leadership position in the church and, and outside of that, if you're a believer. So I would say it's just completely out of his, the Holy spirit that I operate. Otherwise it doesn't work. Yeah. What would you say to a young adult that has never even heard of a young adult ministry or just kind of like, what, what is this? That sounds weird to me. Like what's really going on there? Um, if I was in an elevator, you give me mm-hmm. your elevator pitch, you know, what would you tell me as a young adult who's has no idea what a young adult ministry even is? Yeah. So I think it depends on what people are seeking. A lot of people, I would say most people our age and beyond are, they want to be accepted somewhere. They want to be loved. And so I would say, are you looking for some place that accepts you regardless, mm-hmm. you know, end of story period. Cause that's the way Jesus accepts us. So, I mean, you gotta be 18 to 30, but, <laughs> but at the young, we'll accept you if you're 18, <laughs> we'll to, accept 30. You if you're 18 to 30. Um, but our group is, is geared towards that age group, obviously, and um, people who are just wanting to be loved by a community. Mm-hmm. And outside of that, obviously, you're gonna you're gonna get fed into, and um, hopefully that stirs something in people. But yeah, for anybody who's never heard of a young adult ministry, whether they're in the church or not, I would ask: Are you wanting to come to a place that will love you and accept you for who you are? That's mm-hmm. the bottom line. Doesn't matter yeah. race, sexual orientation you know, anything it's, it's, you know, do you want to be loved by people? Come, come see us. That's good. Do you have any questions for me? Um, so I feel like a lot of people don't maybe ask about this side of you or this side of ministry, but what are some of the more difficult things about being the young adult pastor? Um, it's a great question. Probably one that I'm not asked a lot. Um, I would say one of the hardest things that I learned early on was that, you have moments where you have to wear the young adult pastor hat mm-hmm. and then you have moments where I just want to be a young adult. Mm-hmm. I just want to be a friend. I just want to be in a room with young adults and not feel like I have to be the leader. Mm-hmm. And I don't think most people see that. Mm-hmm. And so I, for a couple of years, I feel like I've really processed, um, those moments of realizing, Hey, um, it's okay that I can be myself with some young adults. Uh, you almost feel like you can't be too transparent, right? You know, with your sins and your struggle. But, but I, be, I've learned that that's a lie from the enemy, mm-hmm. and I believe that my transparency is what's actually allowed other Absolutely. people to also be vulnerable. Yeah, and so it just was a it was a new territory for me. Yeah, and so that was very difficult to process. As in, can I? be a young adult as well. And are people always looking for me to lead them? Um, so I would say that I would say tough conversations, you know, we're in an age where people are trying to find their identity, trying Mm -hmm. to figure out who they are. And so that's in careers, that's in relationships, that's in, um, I don't know, whatever it is. I mean, it's just, they're just trying to find themselves. And so as 
their pastor or as a friend, I'm sometimes having to have hard conversations because you want to lead them in the right direction. Right. And I've had some conversations where it didn't turn out really well, Mm -hmm. you know, and, uh, people came back and told me why they didn't like what I had to share. Uh, but I think for most of them, they realized like, Hey, my heart was for you, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I would say those are probably the hardest things is again, I'm a young adult and I'm trying to learn it as well. And I think that gives me an upper hand in, in some ways because Mm -hmm. I can say, Hey, I'm right there beside you. Instead of saying, I used to be there and now I'm not. So here are all my wisdom. Mm -hmm. It's just really saying, Hey, I'm, I'm doing this day to day. And I think that helps other young adults to see like, okay, like if he can do it, I can do it Mm -hmm. kind of thing. So, yeah, gosh, we've been in this position for almost four years come July. And, uh, this ministry has changed a lot. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that is just because it's young. It never existed before. Mm -hmm. Um, and so we've, tinkered and trial and error sometimes because again I think if there's something that's difficult is when I look uh I try to look for other young adult ministries yeah and I feel like they're they're hard to find yeah Yeah. there there's some out there and some that are just they're thriving thriving and they're doing awesome things um but for the most part like you know of a lot of youth ministries and a lot of kids Mm -hmm. ministries so anyways with that said we have gone from meeting in homes mm-hmm. to where literally we were growing so fast that we were jumping each week to mm-hmm. a new home, to a new home. I mean, it was, it was a problem, but it was a good problem. Right. Then we tried to almost like get a consistent place mm-hmm. where we went to the church office and immediately we just started to see like this decline. I, it mm-hmm. just, I, sometimes I look back and I'm like, I don't really know what happened there. And then we went back to homes. We invited people into our house tried to do like a family dinner thing. Mm-hmm. And then that still wasn't, mm-hmm. you know, doing it. Cause we thought community was a big deal. And now we're back at the church office and some things have changed. And I want to know from your perspective, what do you believe, um, that you, you've seen that we've grown and learned in, yeah. but what has made where we are today? Cause I would say we're probably in the best that we've ever been. Mm-hmm. And that's not a numbers thing. It's a, just a health thing. Yes. Yes, it is. So yeah. your opinion, what do you see? What did you realize it's like change? Cause you've been there from day one. Right. One thing I do want to say before I answer fully your question is, um, just because we're in a really great place now and we're thriving for different reasons, which I'll touch on doesn't mean that's even our be all end all. Mm-hmm. I, I think people, a lot of times we talked about this with Andy Minio. He shared a video about what he's currently struggling with and he's still in it. Mm-hmm. And I think there's something beautiful and humble and relatable about sharing something while you're in the struggle. And right. I'm, I think it's just important to say that we are not by any means the, the example fully of what every young adult ministry should look like. I think that there's a lot of different, um, ways that a young adult ministry can operate Mm -hmm. and whether that's in a home like we did and maybe it worked for us for a period of time, but then it was time to quickly move. And, um, I think people in general get bored easily, especially we're in Orlando, the city of Disney and all of that. And so it's very, that'll be a topic for another time. Yeah, It's a topic for another time. But, um, yeah, I, I do want to share though. I attribute, of course, first and first and foremost, um, you can't get anywhere without operating out of the Holy Spirit operating. I will continue to harp on that because it's just so evident and true in my life. Yeah. Um, but I also want to just praise and uplift, lift up our leadership team. I, I know that, you know, it's, yeah. we wouldn't, there's no way you can do, you know, a, a, 
um, fraction of what you want to accomplish without right. a leadership team and a leadership team that truly enjoys what they're doing. You can't just have, you know, you can't just have anybody. You really can't. Mm-hmm. There's people that are specifically gifted in certain areas of our leadership team that can do it far better than George and I ever could. Right. And we shouldn't be doing it. And well, can I, can I touch on that? Go ahead. Uh, the thing that I've been learning about empowering others in ministry, and I'm, I believe this can happen also in a business is um, like we own Apple products. Mm-hmm. So for us, like we are consumers of Apple. Mm-hmm. So I pay money, I got my iPhone and I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. It does what it's supposed to do. So what can happen in church and what can happen on a Monday night for us is I feel like people can show up and just consume. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking yeah. for just another thing to just fill me and I'm good and I'm out. And then on the other side though, this is the part that I've been learning about investing in the people in our ministry is I want to give them stock in what we're doing. So if Apple gave me stock in their company, I'm now technically considered an owner. Mm-hmm. And as an owner, I now care about what Apple is assigned to do. Yeah. It's more than just I own an iPhone. It is what are they doing about the next iPhone? Right. And so for our young adults, what I want is to have a culture of ownership mm-hmm. that before I think uh, our, our problem was that I was the owner. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to start giving others ownership and now they're taking off. Yeah. They're all about it because they want, uh, they want young adults to grow because they have stock. Right. So I completely agree with you. Uh, when we started getting people on our leadership team who took ownership in the young adults and what it means to be a leader and in their niche and their field, things really started to change. So Yeah. I really enjoyed sharing a lot of how we got started, what we do, our thoughts about being in these positions and um, what it looks like now versus back then and all Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. So I really hope you guys enjoyed listening. Um, I hope we get to do a lot more of these. Yeah, I think it's going to be great. Um, Super excited just continuing to give content for people. And you don't even have to be a part of Illuminate Church or Illuminate Young Adults, but just... You know, we just want to be able to provide something that gives value. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the most important part. But I just want to remind you that there's a few places if you want to check us out a little bit more. Uh, We have Instagram and Facebook. Uh, You can just search Illuminate Young Adults and you'll be able to find us. Um, We're going to put ourselves on Anchor. uh, So it's an app that you can download on your your phone and from there it's kind of like a podcast place but um, other than that we meet on monday nights in celebration florida at 7 p.m and so if you're in the central florida area we'd love for you to join us and uh you you have a home with us the address for that's on the instagram website yeah right? yeah cool yeah awesome. come join us well thank you guys subscribe right now <laughs> <laughs> comment comment in the instagram comments <laughs> do it subscribe right do now. it do it right now do it you're not doing it